0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to Let's Talk Mom to Mom. I am your host, Nisha Hopkins. Let's Talk Mom to Mom is a candid conversation for fearless moms in business to discuss, learn, and share their struggles and successes of being a mompreneur. Each episode, I'll have the opportunity to chat with other moms about their real-life struggles and the things they've conquered, and some may still be working through within life and in business. This platform is to help, assist, and guide you through your journey of entrepreneurship and motherhood hey everyone and welcome to this week's episode it's your girl nisha and i have truly missed you guys uh before we get started i just want to start just by saying thank you to everyone who took the time to send me a message who called me who slid in my DMs during my time of absence i truly truly appreciate the love that i received y'all like i love y'all okay um, the love was needed. It was necessary just to know that I still had the support of some of you all. I truly, truly appreciate each and every one of you. Um, I really just needed extra time to get, just to get my mind right after I gave birth to my son. Um, something that I don't really hear a lot of people talk about is the struggles with postpartum. And I, although I have a, a had a daughter before, you know, Leah, Leah is almost 11 years old so going through just the birth and process again was completely different from when it happened 11 years ago so I really just needed that extra time to just get myself together like if you know me you know that anything I share it needs to be true and authentic and my mind wasn't there and I can't point to you all without me being together like i need to make sure that my mind is okay and make sure everything is all right with me before i start pouring from an empty cup so i took just a much needed break an extended break at that um but i promise just to share more with you all in the weeks to come i promise but for right now i want to go ahead and dive right into this week's episode if you don't know, April is Financial Literacy Month, so it's only right that I bring the best of the best. Now, if you're anything like me, then money management, finances, things like that was just something that we didn't know much about growing up. It wasn't until I became an adult and really just started educating myself and and learning different things about money management and financial literacy that my, my life began to change. And so anytime it comes to just educating you all about finances or money management, I'm always on it because I strongly believe that we all deserve to we all deserve wealth. We all deserve to live a luxurious lifestyle. We all deserve to be financially stable. And it's honestly closer to obtain than we think. So With that being said, we are celebrating Financial Literacy Month through the podcast, as well as inside the Mogul Life magazine. So today I had the pleasure of speaking with Ms. Somi, also known as the Rich Black Mom. Somi is a retired, educated-turned-corporate tech mom who loves all things money, sneakers, and food. She is the mom of two rich best friends, Jayla and Nova. She's the owner of the Rich Black Mom brand, a brand created to debunk the myths and stereotypes of black moms. Sami went from being the broke single mom in her sister circle to everyone making comments like, I'm trying to get rich like you. Oh, so she rich through her brand. She hopes to inspire single moms. She wants them to know that they can enjoy a life of luxury and wealth. The Rich Black Mom highlights her journey towards building a legacy and living a rich authentic life. It explores her lifestyle, debt-free journey, money, and single motherhood. So let's go ahead and get right into it and welcome Somi to the show. So let's go ahead and dive right into things. Hi, Somi, how are you? Good, how are you? I am well, I am well. So please just tell us a little bit about yourself and also just your journey to eliminate tech.
1: Yes, so my name is Somi. Um, I am a single mom of two. Um, I come from an education background. I, I worked in the education sector and then recently transitioned into tech, which has literally changed my life. Um, So I highly suggest suggest it for my moms um, because it gives you the flexibility to be a career woman um, and a working working woman, but also a mother at the same time. Um, And so I am the owner of the brand, The Rich Black Mom. Um, I'm not rich yet, but I am manifesting and claiming that in my life. And so I call my daughters, I have two daughters, um, my rich best friends, because I'm also claiming and manifesting that into their lives as well. Um, I created my brand as a way to debunk the myth about single mothers. Um, as a single mom, there is there's statistics, especially as a black single mom, statistics about who we are that are not necessarily true. Um, when people hear the word single mom, they start to pity, they start to feel bad, or they start to have these make these assumptions about you um and as a single mom there's a lot of mindsets um that go into place that are within ourselves and so i wanted to create a a platform that allowed single moms to see that they can live a life of luxury create and leave a legacy for their children um and be the best versions of themselves whatever that looks like for them Um, And so I use my page, um, my Instagram, The Rich Black Mom, as a way to share my journey as I am um, unlearning and healing and growing to be The Rich Black Mom.
0: I absolutely love it. What's what's crazy is, well, it's not crazy, it's just alignment. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My daughter, listen, listen, my Hmm. daughter really, really think that her mom is rich, like, Amen. I hear her on the phone and she's just like, Oh no, my mother is so rich. And <laughs> my mother, I I'm not going to go without this. And I'm not going to do this because my mother got so much money. My mother is so rich. And, and although it gives me life, I'd be like, hold on. I want you to- <laughs> <laughs> Bro, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, I don't want you just telling your friends that on the, on the phone, but she's saying with so much confidence and she says it with like, she means it. And so I, I, love 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 that you call your friends uh i'm sorry that you call your daughters your rich best friends because i do not like the broke best friend thing because i'm raising wealthy queens and kings
1: amen amen
0: amen and i learned
1: that it's very like words are powerful right so if we're if we're professing that with our mouth that our kids are broke <laughs> I mean we're we're doing damage. So I I think it's just a mindset shift that we have to acquire like we need to start manifesting positivity. Um and so I practice manifestations. I say things like I attract money. I'm a money magnet. Money loves me and I love money. And getting out of this mindset that money is a negative thing just because you have money does not mean you're a bad person. Because actually me having money actually makes me a better person because now I'm a giver um I'm able to do things that I wasn't able to do before so actually having money makes me a better person so I love money
0: yes I always say money comes to me in both expected and unexpected ways (laughs) that's that's one one of my favorite that's one of my favorites so I absolutely love money affirmations and manifestations um now speaking of now how did you get started with uh with just your your journey as far as creating a business for this and just wanting to inspire others. I know you just told us a little bit about it, but I just want to dive deeper into that because you stated that your original background was in education. So what was that transition like?
1: Yes. So, oh Lord, you know, what started this journey? So it honestly, I got tired. I got tired of being broke, (laughs) I got tired, like one day I woke up and I was making at the time, um, I wanna say $65,000 a year. I have two college degrees. Um, I have a bachelor's and a master's. Like I did things the right way, quote unquote, right? Yes, I had a baby at 19, but I still, that didn't stop me from doing things the right way. According to America, you go to college, you get a degree, you get a job. But yet for some reason, I felt just as broke as I was when I was a college student making $12 an hour. So I was like, the math is not mathing here. Like this doesn't make any sense. Um, And I was going through a period in my life and there was just a repeated cycle. I would get an apartment, I would get evicted, I would get a car, I would get it repossessed. Like things just weren't adding up and I just couldn't figure it out. And I just got tired and I was just like, something is not right. Um, and I saw my life resembling my parents and that for me was, was not okay. Um, my parents, I'm, uh, I, my parents are not from this country. Um, and so they, they don't have the financial literacy that, you know, maybe some people, I mean, black people in general don't have it, but, um, I'm Nigerian American. And so they, they already were at a disadvantage for not having not only the financial literacy, but the educational component as well. And I'm the oldest. And so everything was like me learning by myself. Um, And so I got tired. I got tired and I said, you know what? I'm done. I have to figure it out. And so I did some things that most people don't want to take the opportunity to really do and get real with themselves. And I moved out of my luxurious, beautiful apartment that I couldn't afford, but I was there because i trying to keep an image, trying to I deserve, and yes I do deserve, but I deserve to have those things and not struggle. I deserve to have those things and not live in sur- survival mode every single day, wondering if I'm gonna be evicted. I deserve to be able to live there and put food on the table for me and my kid. Cause at that time I only had one child. Um, And so I I gave up, I got a voluntary repossession of my Benz, loved my Benz, but I was just like all these things that I have, I can't afford them. Um, And I learned to live within my means. I started budgeting. Um, um, I started cutting things back out of my budget. I mean, out of, yeah, out of my budget. Um, and I saw how that changed my life. Like no longer was, no longer I, w- no longer was I struggling, no longer, and I was still making the same $65,000. Um, but it was like this new, it was like new money. I was just like, wait a second, hold on. Like I can live. And so that then inspired me to say, okay, um, let me get out of debt because if I can get out of debt, that is really going to change my life. Um, and so I started getting out of debt. Um, I started my debt-free journey last year. My goal is to pay. I have a six-figure debt balance. It started over at 200,000. Um, and within 13 months I've paid off for close to $42,000. Um, and yeah, and honest. So now the only debt I have is my student loans, which is my largest debt because it's sick figures. But with me paying off that close to 42,000, I've literally put a thousand dollars back into my pocket every month. And I was making this joke the other day with my friend and I was like, there's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. Like I just like, (laughs) (laughs) like, like, because that has literally like, I've been able to add a housekeeper into my budget. Now I've been able to um added like a jungle gym membership for my youngest baby like things because now i can spend my i don't have to give my money away to these people that five hundred and twenty dollar car note i was paying i now put in my savings account so now it's mine to enjoy um so yeah that's kind of yeah that's how it started just got me being sick and tired and I, you know the saying when a woman is tired you mm-hmm. get tired and she gonna mm-hmm. make the changes but that's why i tell people y'all y'all just not tired yet y'all just not tired yet when you get tired oh, you're going to make the changes. You're going to make the changes.
0: Absolutely. It's something that you said that really was just the, um, an aha moment. But before I go there, let's just say congratulations, 42 K and 13 months is phenomenal. Thank it's you. phenomenal. Um, but something that you said was that you didn't want to resemble your parents hmm. and, that's something that a lot of people don't want to talk about. It's not really downplaying your parents. We love our parents, but what mo- most people don't talk about is those money um, curses and the, the way that you feel, the way that you handle money, it stems from how you were raised around it yep. and the things you were told starting off as a kid. So that's why I encourage her you know, to continue to say that I'm rich you know, to continue to to live just that wealthy life, because I can recall being 18 years old and Capital One sending me a credit card. And at 18, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know anything about credit. No one taught me anything about credit. All I knew is they gave me in my head free money. So at the time, my parents actually helped me spend the free money, you know, with no plan to really pay it back. So I believe that's definitely something that we should all look at just Trickle down to see where the where where did our feelings come from when it comes to money?
1: Yeah, where do those bad money habits come from? And I know if my mama was to hear some of these, she'd be like, "Oh, so you out there trying to blast me, <laughs> oh mama?" But I I've done mm-hmm. some digging, and and it's, it's not all y'all, but some of it. Y'all didn't teach me about money, you know? And Mm -hmm. that's just what it is. Or, and y'all put on a facade that y'all had money that y'all didn't have because the Mm -hmm. same mistakes I was making was the same mistake. I was doing exactly what my parents were doing. So, I mean, I don't know, you know? So, um,
0: yeah. Yes. Now, just going a little bit into your debt-free journey, what's one of the biggest mistakes that most people should look out for when they are trying to eliminate their debt?
1: So one of the biggest mistakes, I. Mm. okay. So is when you pay off the debt, don't, don't increase your expenses, right? So I'm not saying don't go enjoy the things oh, that, that you don't, that you couldn't have before, right? So for example, um, I couldn't have a housekeeper before, but now I can, but I'm still stacking half of the money that I've gotten back now that I've paid off debt. So what happens is is people pay off this debt and then either number one, now they're like, oh, I can afford all of these things. And then they find themselves struggling again. So now they have to go back into debt to get to afford the lifestyle that they've now created because they originally got out of debt. Um, I think balance is the key. So I think it like we have to do the work to find out what really matters to us. So for example, Um, me living in a luxury apartment, that didn't really matter to me. I was trying to put on an image. What really mattered to me was me being able to afford my bills, right? So like, and also like a lot of women like purses. I'm not a purse person. I'm a sneaker person. So when I use the word luxury, it doesn't mean designer. It means what what is something that you love. So for me, I I can go buy a Louis Vuitton purse, but is that something that I really value, that I really care about? No. So we also have to find out like what, what in our budget reflects what, we, what it is that we actually value. Because when sometimes when you look at your budget, you might be noticing that half the things in there you don't even care about. Like you might not. So don't increase um, your expenses just because you're out of debt. Um, that would be my biggest thing. I think that's a mistake that a lot of
0: people make absolutely I definitely agree now when you're eliminating debt like is it is it better to just focus on like those high interest rates or do you kind of tackle those debts that have the lower balances first
1: so I think it depends on who you are as a person um so if you if you need the motivation because it is hard it is a hard journey um I've only been in in a year, and I'm like, I I still got like four more years of this thing, um. Because my goal is to be debt free by 2026. So, if you are, if you need the motivation, start with those small balances because you're gonna feel the wins a lot faster, right? So if I pay off $200, woohoo, boom! Like you feel good, and that motivates you to keep going, right? Um, and that's how I started, and that's how I encourage most people to start because you need the a lot of times when you're in debt, you start, and when it's time to start getting out of debt, you start regretting all of the things. Like I, I found myself at one point in time regretting my college degrees. Like, why am I re- like, no, my ancestors fought for me to get a, a college degree. So I should never regret them. But because I saw the amount of money I owed for getting those degrees, I started regretting them. I started resenting my parents. Cause I'm like, well, if they would have taught me about financial literacy, then maybe I wouldn't have had this student loan debt in the first place. So. You have, so if we start with the small balances, then you build the motivation and the encouragement to continue to go. Once you've made some type of um, dent or impact, you can move to the high interest because that, that's how I did it. So I started with my small, started seeing the wins and I was like, oh, this feels great. This feels great. Um, and then I switched to the high interest because the high interest makes the most mathematical sense. Um, because if you have a lot of debts that are high interest, then if you're just making small payments, they're getting eating up by your interest. If you ever notice, if you just make the minimum payment on your credit card, you notice that that balance never really decreases. It's because the interest rate on that is ridiculous and you pay interest on top of the interest. So if you never pay it off, you're just in this rat race of continuously trying to pay off this debt. Um, So I started with my small balances, which was like my medical bills, um, which also don't have any interest on them. And then this year my focus was my credit cards and my car. Um, And those also happened to be the debts that also were gonna give me back the most money in my pocket as well, which I think is also important. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that part um, because I could have paid off, no, let me not lie. I couldn't have paid off my student loans in 13 months, no. Maybe I could have, but I chose not to Because my student loans payment altogether is like $150. But with my medical, my car, and my credit cards that, like I said, that put back over $1,000. So that to me made more sense because now I can apply that $1,000 to my my student loans every month if I wanted to, um, to help me get out of that debt a little faster.
0: Okay. Okay. So... I, I'm following everything. Now, what was stuck out was um, was when you were basically saying that you kind of started with the low payments, the ones that had the low payments. Now the low balance. <laughs> the low balances, my apologies. Now, do you consolidate or have you consolidated your debt or do you just create a plan to, that just paid them separately?
1: Yeah. So I just created a plan. So I listed all of my debts from smallest balance to largest balance. Um, And I paid off the smallest balance and then took the payment, the original payment. So um, I can't even remember what the smallest balance is. It was so long ago now, but say it was like hundred dollars and the minimum payment on it was twenty dollars so then when I paid that off I would take that original twenty dollar payment that I was making and now roll it over into the next balance um and then i it's called a snowball so then it would just create a bigger sn- snowball um and then once I paid off all of um that like group I then was like okay let me now transition to paying off the high interest. So then I listed everything from high interest to low interest. My highest interest was my credit cards. And so I started with those. um, And then I um, snowballed that amount. So once I paid off the credit cards, then I paid off the um, car. So that's how I did it there. But I will say it starts with a budget. If you don't have a budget, you, your plan, your plan ain't going to work.
0: Got it. Now, um, that's, I like the snowball method. Look, I'm, I'm over here taking notes. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm taking notes. So now you brought a budget in, like how often do you adjust your budget? Um, is it once you eliminate a debt, um, or just what are some factors that you follow when you are budgeting?
1: So I budget, okay. Um, so right now I get paid every week. Um, so I budget every week. I faithfully budget. Um, and when something changes in my budget, like, so for example, when I, I, I also manifest budget. So what I mean by that is, um, let me take it back to last year. I was on a job search and I I'm really big on manifestations and claiming and affirmations. And so I was like, I'm going to get a job that is going to pay me uh, over six figures. And I made a budget with what that salary would look like. So, and it's in my, I have a like a finance journal. It's just a n- regular notebook, but it has all my like, finance stuff in it. And I was like, when I get this job, this is what my budget's going to be. Um, and in October of 2021, yeah, 2021, yep, yeah, I got a job that paid me over six figures. And I'm living that budget. Um,
0: wow, that's, that's bomb. That's and bomb. then
1: wow. my goal for this year was to pay off my credit card, my car, and my medical bills. And then I created a budget that resembled what it would look like when I paid off those debts. And I'm now living that budget. So I, I, do, I do both. I budget like realistically what I have and then I manifest budget. Um, and so... Like, it's funny because I'll go back in my notebook and be like, oh my God, like this is the budget I created like six months ago of how I was gonna be living and like seeing how it how it happened. So I just, my budget as things change, I also um, am proactive as well. So for example, April starts tomorrow um, and I already have my whole budget for the month of April done. Um, and so that helps me to be proactive about things. So like, for example, in April, um, I know that I am going to a wedding in May, but the preparation for the wedding happens in April. So I'm, I make sure that my budget reflects what is happening in maybe a, in another month. So that way I'm prepared and I'm not like thrown out the loop because that that used to be the worst thing for me is like, something would pop up and I'd be like, oh my God, like my budget is now all out of whack. But because I'm future thinking, I'm planning ahead, I'm being proactive, those things don't bother me anymore. Um, Because it's like, oh, okay, that happened, cool. Not a big deal. Like, that's just what it is. Um, Like, for example, I paid off my car. And the one thing Mm -hmm. that I've noticed is when people pay off their car, all of a sudden that car started acting funny. Okay, <laughs> the car started acting real funny because they want you to go get another one. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did? I made sure that my savings account is stacked. So, oh, you want to act funny? Don't worry, I got something for you. Cause I'm not trying to get another car to note. So I got something for you. Um, but yeah, so that's how I, that's how I budget. Um, I budget what I have. And then I also, like I said, manifest budget.
0: So speaking of this manifest budget in your journal now, is this something that you created that we can actually purchase? <laughs> um,
1: you know, I, I need to get to, I need to, I need to do that. Um, right now, I ain't going to lie to you, it's, it's just a piece of paper. I write down some things and that's what it is. Um, but I'm definitely yeah. a digital person. Um, and I plan on getting to a place where I do have like digital products that people can purchase um, or that okay. women can purchase. Um, I just have to, I just have to get there. Um, and I'm thinking this summer, my kids will be with their dad. So this is going to be a good opportunity for me to kind of just like really focus on my brand and get everything together. Um, yeah, I'm still in in the, I just started my job, my job in October. So kind of getting over that hump of like still being new. So there's a lot that I'm doing with my job and trying to, you know, fit in there and stuff like that. So I haven't been able to be as diligent with my brand as I want to be. Um, but by the summertime I'll be good. So it's it's full on the rich black mom. Here we come.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll be definitely looking out for that. Yes. Um, so I was tr- kind of trolling your Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and um I saw a few posts where you talked about uh creating a debt reduction plan. Mm-hmm. Now, are you able to just share with us a few things that every debt reduction plan should consist of?
1: yes so when you're trying to re- so you first need to identify what method you want to use so are you going to start with the small balances or are you going to start with the high interest um so that's one thing you need to figure out that you also need to have a budget um because your budget is going to allow you to know how much you can um add uh, how much extra you can add to your debt balance. Or you might find out that you don't have any extra, right? So like that might be the problem there. Um, so you need to have a budget. The big, Also, you need to track. Like I have a tracker. It has all my debts on there. And every time I pay off a debt, um, it removes the debt from like it removes the balance and stuff like that. So my balance decreases and then I can see like where I'm at and my progress and it has my goals and how much I need to pay per year in order to reach my goal. Um, and I know my number is like 31,000. It's a it's a, not a perfect number, but it's basically I need to pay off $31,500 a year in order to be debt-free by 2026. Um, so um, you need a track so that you can make sure that you're on track you also need to set a goal. If you don't have a goal, you're not really going to go anywhere because you're just going to look at that balance and say, oh, okay. Yeah. I want the balance to be gone. Um, But the number one thing that I'll say that you need is to check your mindset. Um, There's so many people who I talk to (laughs) and they're like, oh yeah, that's normal. That is this. Like I ain't, I ain't I ain't paying off my student loans. That's above me. I'm like, okay, cool. I mean, hey, you know, I, I don't, I don't judge. It is what it is. Um, but the, the mindset around debt. Now there is some good debt. Like if you have a house, that's an asset.
0: I was just about to ask, yeah. Do you think there's, there's yeah. really a difference between good and bad? Yeah. Debt?
1: yeah, there is. Cause I mean, if I, I mean, my friend just bought a house, not just bought a house, but she bought a house, I think a year ago, two years ago, she has a hundred thousand dollars in equity. Like that's good debt, you know? So there ain't nothing wrong with that. She could pull that cash if she wanted to and pay off her student loans and be done. Right. Um, but a lot of the debt that a lot of us have is not an asset. And so we need to get rid of that. Um, I also am very like minimal. I'm a minimalist, so I don't like bills. Like I I need the least amount of bills as possible. So I need to get it. Like I need to get out of debt just because I don't want those bills. I, I mean, I want my money for myself. I don't want to have to pay. Because You know, some people say, oh, well, my student loan payments only $150 a month. Pay that for the next 20 years and then they'll forgive them. I mean, you know what I could do with $150? Like I could do exactly. something else. With that. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. So mindset is a big thing. And then also celebrate, celebrate your wins, um, whether they're big or small, celebrate them because that's going to give you the motivation to keep going. Um, and I think when you have a budget, when you have, you chose a strategy, you track that strategy, you check your mindset, um, and you celebrate, I think that's, I believe that's the best recipe for success to get you to where you're to be.
0: Got it. So just to make sure, just to recap, you decide on your method, which is the small balance or high interest, you budget, you get a tracker to track your debt and you go, you have to set a goal and most importantly, check your mindset.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. And, then, and if then, your mindset is
1: not where it needs to be, needs then change, to, it, uh-huh. then change uh-huh. it. Change it.
0: Change it. Absolutely. Something that I actually used to do um, when I accomplished a goal is I used to I used to have just a list of things that I desired to have, I like desired to buy. It was just like my wish list.
1: Mm, Every yeah. I
0: accomplished a goal. I would be I will kind of go and get something from my wish list. Yeah. So a good
1: way. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yep. So that's something okay. that that sounds like it would kind of work when you eliminate debt, like still not living out of your means, but setting aside in your budget a yep. celebration fund to be able to celebrate yep. you.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I love um, it. And one thing I forgot to add is I know it's hard, but you, so to even, so you need to prevent yourself from going into more debt. And the way to prevent that is you have to have some type of savings. Um, so even before you start trying to get out of debt, even if you start with $500 in your savings, and then you continue to add to it every month, just start a savings because what happens is, is the moment something happens that you're not prepared for. You're gonna go into debt. Now I'll be fully transparent. I got out of credit card debt last year, February. Um, savings account was good and stacked. Um, credit card debt free. Girl, live my best life. Um, then postpartum depression hit me really hard. And I was like, oh, I'm not going back into debt. So I mean, that's cool but what did I do instead? I spent everything out of my savings account. Um, and then life, life be life. In, and so life happened. And mm-hmm. now my savings account was depleted. So what happened? I went back into credit card debt. Um, and so one thing I say is money is very emotional, right? Like you hear women say all the time, oh, retail therapy. Yeah, money is emotional. Like when we feeling good, we spending money. When we feeling sad, we spending money, whatever may happen. So you have to also get control of your habits um, to kind of, and that takes like doing the work. Um, I go to therapy biweekly. Um, and you would, be, you would be surprised to know that money, like the work that I'm doing for my personal is also helping my financial and we don't talk about money in my in my therapy sessions but the work that I'm doing to help myself personally is being reflected in my finances because if I'm feeling sad or whatever may have you or I have anxiety so if I'm feeling very anxious right? I'm able to stop and pause and say, okay, what is triggering me? What is that does? So I don't make those same mistakes and be like, oh, let me just go blow my whole savings account. Oh, let me just go charge everything to my credit card. Um, So I I just wanted to put that out there to make sure y'all get y'all savings because um, you want, you don't, the biggest thing that sucks is like when you're getting out of debt and then you have to put yourself in more debt because then you're like, oh, snap. If you're anything like me, then you're going to say, F it. Ain't no point in me getting out of debt because I'm never going to get out and just keep. Just keep putting yourself in a big bigger hole so
0: absolutely yeah. and something that I wanted to add that actually um, helped me when I relocated was I made sure that I got a savings account that wasn't attached to my checking account
1: mm-hmm. yep yeah.
0: and that really helped me because I didn't have easy access to just do quick transfers or go into a branch I actually got an online savings account that I had no clue how far the bank was from my house like it was a reputable bank the bank had a great reputation and everything, but I knew that because my level of discipline when it came to money was close to non-existence, I needed to do something that I didn't touch the money because it didn't exist to me.
1: Oh, yeah. for um, sure. Yep. Yeah,
0: you, you just really have to be disciplined, and if you're not, you have to do things like that, so. I just wanted to kind of throw my two cents in. <laughs> oh no,
1: no, all the knowledge. that I, I mean, I love it. I'm not the um, I'm not the know all be all. So I I I, I, pres- I accept all perspectives and add-ins because um, that's how we learn. We we grow together. So
0: yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now um, before I let you go, I just have one more uh, one more thing to ask in regards to just those moms who feel that they can't afford just the luxury lifestyle because they may not see enough income after the bills and after the debt. So what are just some financial hacks that you can kind of provide for those moms that number one, have that limited belief?
1: So number one, change your mindset because it it honestly starts with mindset. And one of the books that I read, um, what is it called? It is called You Are a Badass at Making Money. Um, and I'm trying to remember the author. Um,
0: Jen, I can't think of her name.
1: Yes, Jen something. I can't think of yes. my last name. It's a green uh-huh. book. Um, and that book literally helps me change my money mindset. Um, because it's if you believe that you can't have certain things, then you won't. What you focus on, you create more of. So if you focus on the fact that you don't have, you will continue to not have. Um, if you focus on living in abundance and thriving, you will attract those things and those things will happen for you. Um, and so I know increasing your income is not a overnight success. Um, it took me 10 months to get my job that I'm in now, but if you create a plan to get yourself out of the situation that you're in, you pray if you're, if you're someone who's a spiritual religious person you manifest, you claim those things will happen for you. Um, and again, figure out what luxury means. Are you, a a lot of times we think luxury is designer is expensive, but what is luxury for you? Is it, I have a friend, she, she loves, um, what is it called? What is, what is it called right now? I can't think of the word. Um, I can't even think what it's called right now, but for example, a lot of women, I know me myself, I love wine if I'm able to have a glass of wine every day, that makes me feel great. I don't need no more wine, but um, it makes me feel great. So <laughs> I, I, when you change your mindset, I think it puts you in a position to even, to even open up the opportunity for those things that you want to happen for yourself. Um, create a plan to increase that income whether that is paying off debt because i call paying off debt an increase in income because it really does it's a self increase like it's not something mm. that you have to go get another job or anything now you might have to in order to pay off the debt but it's still money that goes right back into your pocket that you know it increases your income um, whether that you add an additional stream of income women especially black women we are so talented. We are so talented. Right? I agree. There's so many ways that you can make money. Um, and I know one thing, you know, especially moms, especially single moms is time. Time is, is a big thing. Um, and so one thing that I've been like focusing on is finding ways to make passive income versus like active income. Um, and so those are, those are ways to help you increase your income so you can get to what you, where you want to be in life. Um, But just know that the journey, you know, I used to, man, I I used to like be embarrassed and shameful about being a single mom. Um, and like the last couple of months, I reflected and I said, God gave me this story as a way to inspire and motivate people. And so okay. now it's a story that I proudly tell people. Yes, I'm a single mother. Yep, I, I am. Like with like what you know, and I and like God gave me that story because he knew how it would help me change the lives of other people. So, you know, we have to get our, out of our own heads, dig deep and figure out what it is that's limiting us from living the life that we want. Um, because even now, like I wake up and I'm like, oh, is this a dream? Is this a dream? Cause some, part of me, part of me doesn't, is still in this phase, like, dang, am I really getting everything that I asked for? Like you, you say you want these things And then when it actually happens, because for so long things haven't been happening, you're like, is this real? Is is this really happening? Is one day I'm going to wake up and somebody's going to snatch this all away from me. And God's like, no, you were just obedient. And you finally figured out what it is that you were here to do. Um, So, yeah, I don't, I don't, for me, I think mindset is the biggest thing. Um, And once we get there, know that you, you are worthy you are deserving, you are enough. Um, and I know Instagram subconsciously has us comparing ourselves to other people. Um, but figure out you, and once you figure out you, you'll unlock the world, the life that you desire. Um, and, and that luxury, because you, you, because luxury to me, again, like I said, like, you're not going to go on my page and see, me flashing designer you're not gonna like because that's not what my luxury is but you'll see on my page every month that I've bought in four or five pairs of shoes <laughs> that cost $400 because that's what luxury is to me and so when I use the word luxury I'm I'm using that as you living your most rich and authentic life your rich is you living your most authentic life you showing up and being able to be you and that's I love it. it
0: I love it I absolutely love it. So, if you can just leave them with any last tips, um, and just in regards to um, changing their financial experience, or any other tips that we didn't discuss um, so far, are there any? Is there anything that you can kind of leave with our mom tribe?
1: Um, I would just say- Yeah, you you've
0: given us a lot. Like, I'm all in. Okay. <laughs>
1: my biggest thing is you just got to start right start somewhere Mm -hmm. just start um just start you know and you're not going to be perfect when I tell you my my journey is is up It, it, it ebbs and it flows it ebbs and it flows but I I have habits that are consistent like I say I consistently budget now do I go over budget sometimes? Yes, 100%. But one thing remains is that I budget. And so that's a habit mm-hmm. that I have and I take with me everywhere. Like I'm going to Turks for my I call it my 30th plus 3 because I'm finally celebrating my 30th birthday the way that I've always imagined. Um but I'm turning 30. And I have a budget to go to Turks. It doesn't mean that I'm broke. It just means that I know that this is the amount that I'm spending when I go there because I am a budgeter. Like, and that's just what I do. So I just tell people to just start, just start, um, and show yourself grace. Oh, show yourself grace um, because if you can't show yourself grace and think that you're going to be perfect at everything, then you're going to give up before you even really get it. So,
0: absolutely. Absolutely, I love it. Congratulations on celebrating how you want to on your terms. I absolutely love it. And Thank it just you. It shows that you know everything happens on your terms, so that is phenomenal. Now, before I let you go, I just have to ask: How can we continue to contact you? Um, as far as anyone who's interested in learning more about the brand, how can what is the best way for them to contact you and connect with you?
1: Yes. So you can um, follow me on Instagram at the rich black mom, just spelled the way exactly as it sounds. Um, That's where I'm the most active. I haven't within the last like week or two, haven't been too active on it. I'm just trying to, I got a lot going on that I'm trying to figure out. But like I said, I'm, I'm summertime is coming and I'm going to definitely do some rebranding out there um and then you can also email me at hello at the rich black mom.com um and i am yeah that's where i can be found i am a very i'll tell anybody i'm a very personable person so slots please slide in my dms y'all slide in my dms comment really. on my stuff, engage with me like i will i will engage um, and i know money is taboo and people don't want to talk about money um but that's why i'm fully transparent about my money to help create a safe space and it's it's
0: definitely a safe space so yeah i absolutely love it and i just have to say thank you so much for sharing so much information with our mom i truly appreciate you taking out the time for this interview um and i also just want to thank everyone who actually tuned in if you are not following somi make sure that you follow her on instagram and i will talk to you guys soon everybody have a good day
1: Thank you. Bye.